Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Tennessee beats Norfolk State. Zakai Ziegler is great again. Nobody loves Zakai Ziegler like the one, the only Caleb Calhoun. Why is he great again against Norfolk State? He balled out. Zakai Ziegler had uh, 17 points. He was 5 of 10 from 3 last night. Had 4 assists, 4 steals. Looks like he's fully healthy after the break. If you want to be encouraged about Brew McCoy, look at Zakai Ziegler and how he's come back. Um, So... Yeah, he has balled out well. Dalton Connect was the only one who scored double figures. He had 15 points. He he was 6 of 6 from the free throw line, Dalton Connect was. Um, Tennessee is now 10 and 3. They are number 5 in the AP poll. By the way, they're still overrated. But they're number 5 in the AP poll. Great Barnes gets some respect. I don't have a problem with that. That's a big part of it. As a matter of fact, Dave... Uh, I, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to talk a little broadly about Tennessee and Rick Barnes for a second. After, um, but they they start SEC play uh, on Saturday with a game at home against Ole Miss, who is still undefeated. They're the only undefeated team in the SEC right now, and so that'll be a game of undefeated Ole Miss at Tennessee. I think Ole Miss is a little overrated. I don't really think they've been that impressive all year. Their best win, I would want to say, is. Maybe at Temple or at home against Memphis, but does I Lane Kiffin hop on the plane and save a little bit of transfer portal travel expenditures by just hopping on the plane and Ole Miss and maybe recruit Tennessee's players right there during the game? I mean, he would. Well, if he was, why is he going to get the helicopter back? Oh, I love the helicopter. Yeah, um, look like they yeah they had to have like a six foot tall shoehorn to get in that thing. Who is who's wingman when they go out together? Lane Kiffin at Orzron. Who's the better wingman? Because you know what they're both going out trying to do. Yeah, Joey Freshwater. Um, but you imagine at Orzron as your wingman, though. Getting back to Tennessee basketball, I'm going to make this statement now uh, in early January, and I'm going to make it in another month, and I'm going to make it in another month. And if I'm wrong, I want you to call me out on it. What makes this team different than other Rick Barnes teams? is going to be, or already is, Dalton Connect. Because if they are having trouble generating points, which they go through dry spells more often than the Sahara Desert, 
he's going to be able to generate them six to eight points to keep them from going in the tank. That is the biggest difference when I've watched this game or when I've watched this team and the games all this season. That to me is the biggest difference between them being a Final Four team and what they were last year and the year before and the year before, which wasn't. So I actually can agree with you on that. I also think that even though he only had four points last night, um, Toby Awaka had 10 off the bench. I think Tennessee has two options now in Jonas Adu and Toby Awaka where they have guys who can finally command respect under the basket. You know, something that Uros Plavchik never learned how to do. And I think that that's a big deal because, again, you need to be able to shoot the ball well from three also. And you can't do that if you're not commanding some uh, some level of attention underneath the basket. So I think that's a big thing. One of the things that's going to help Tennessee, one of the things that's really helped him, and I have to give Barnes credit for this for a long time since he's been at Tennessee. Dave, you want to know one of the most underrated moves by Tennessee hiring Rick Barnes that I never thought of? Wait on me. In college basketball, when you set your non-conference schedule – I always criticize coaches who schedule easy, but a lot of times they do that because they can't get other schools to agree to play them. And I think Rick Barnes is so well-connected, he actually is able to get a lot of these marquee games in December and November that other coaches can't. And that's twofold. That helps Tennessee prepare for conference play, but it also, from a revenue standpoint, Dave, how underrated is it to get a, to get a lot of art, a lot of marquee games in November and December in basketball for fans to show up? It's huge. Yeah, it's it's huge. I mean, it's tough to do. Um, the scheduling part of it is is tough to do. Yeah, I know Dalton Connect uh, struggled at times this year, but I just don't put much into December basketball because I think coaches and players are still finding their way and building chemistry because the rosters turn over so much from year to year. So I didn't put much into him struggling in December at times. Did you? No, particularly this period of December, January. They went home for the holidays. I mean, it's it's kind of like bowl games now. You can tell when you're watching a bowl game when one team just decided to go home for Christmas, like mentally. And I'm this is very obvious that teams are going home for the holidays. Also, Dalton Connect was banged up for a while, so he's still getting his feet wet. Just to, the the real question and concern, and no one's calling him out. He's dealing with a personal issue. Um, but Z Santi Viscovi still hasn't returned to Viscovia form yet. And I mean, I I don't want to. You don't want to personally attack the guy because of what he's dealing with, but you do want to say from analysis, from an analytical standpoint for this team, you do need that. I mean, again, it what Chris Lofton was dealing with in 2008, you don't, you didn't want to blame him, but there's no doubt that it cost Tennessee in the Sweet 16. I mean, two, two things can option. be true. We can be very sympathetic for the loss of his his grandmother, and he can be less ineffective because of his emotional reaction to that. It's not a knock on him. We all react. I mean, goodness gracious, we've all lost loved ones. And we all react differently. But I don't think that, and I pray for him and his family and consolation losing his grandmother, but um, I don't think Tennessee's, just like I said with Connect, I don't think they're a Final Four team or an Elite Eight team without Viscovi, and he's been somewhat MIA for good reason to this point. He has. He has. And we've seen that prove costly. I mean, what the... the you know, I remember the 2007-2008 team. You remember, Dave. Tennessee had everybody coming back, and they're adding Tyler Smith, and they were a point away from the Elite Eight the year before. Everybody's thinking this is a clear-cut Elite Eight Final Four team. And then Chris Lofton, obviously, is dealing with his issue, and it it, it proved well. Here's a question, because I just want to ask it on the message board, and I never like to do this. Tennessee or Detroit Pistons? Who wins, Dave? 
It's always the pro team, right? <laughs> it's always the pro team, guys. It's always the pro team, but it's still kind of funny because Detroit is, I mean, the NBA tanking is great, man. It, the Sixers started this model a few years ago where they had, you remember that day when the Sixers just held players out and faked injuries forever so they could load up on number one draft picks for years? I do. Char- I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Paul says, is our basketball team considered to be good? Yes, Tennessee's basketball team is fifth in the nation. And this is, I think, the just seeing it in December, the best team that Maybe Rick Barnes is put together. I can't go there. I still think that 2019 team was better with Grant Williams and Admiral Schofield. Um, but all my, all my guys could fall flat on their face in the coming weeks, and you'd be absolutely right. But just for now, I think they've got the, a higher ceiling. But you are right. Here's the thing. Grant Williams was an inside scorer. You had to you, you, know, you drew up plays for him. You drew up plays for the three-point shooters in there. Don't Connect is the first player Rick Barnes has had where – if the offensive system, if the offense breaks down on a play, you just say, give him the ball and just see if he can generate a bucket. Tennessee's never really had that for a long time. So I think that could be useful for Tennessee. Um, I just, again, that Jonas Adu nor Toby Walker are on Grant Williams level in terms of that. And there are still questions on how well they are from three. Here's the thing with Tennessee. And here's the thing with none of their shooters are elite outside of Vescovi and Vescovi's healthy, but Vescovi's not healthy or not fully there. But here's the thing with Tennessee. None of their shooters are elite. But they're all good enough, Dave, where it would be shocking if at least one of them was not having a good game from outside. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, if you're going to be an outside shooting team, you, you're not usually depending on one or two guys, like the Reggie Miller or Larry Bird days. Yeah, and you're not. There's got to be more guys that can uh, can shoot than that. Um by the way, uh, Vol Fan for Life says, I listened to Slay, and he said Norfolk is uh, pretty good. By the way, Slay's going to be on the program tomorrow. We love visiting with him each and every Thursday. And um, so uh, th- that's always a fantastic visit. A good time to get with uh, Ron as Tennessee headed in to the SEC season. It's Ole Miss. Here we go. Uh, let me ask you this. Given that the... Regular season doesn't mean a lot. 
the SEC tournament doesn't mean a lot. How many times does Tennessee play Auburn this year? Tennessee plays Auburn, I believe, just once. I'm going to pull up the schedule again, but I believe it is only just once. Um, that's not one of the regular rivals. Uh, yes, they play Auburn once, and it's late, late in the year, February the 28th. Do you think deep down most Tennessee fans would rather win the SEC postseason tournament or win the regular season or just beat Bruce Pearl by 40 points? I don't think the vitriol's there for Bruce Pearl from Tennessee. I think Tennessee fans feel that Bruce Pearl was wrongly fired because Mike Hamilton should have stuck up for him. And there's a lot that went on to that, Dave. I, I You know more than I do. I think Mike Hamilton did try to stick up for him, and there was just so many other things that happened, right? right for a while. Yeah, caught, caught lying for the second time. Yeah, so like he, Mike Hamilton did, but like I think Tennessee fans don't know the full details of that. Um. So I I don't think they I think the problem is Pearl has been a thorn in Tennessee's side since he's been at Auburn. He cost Tennessee an SEC championship outright in 2018. He cost him a share of the regular season title in 2019, and he cost him the tournament title in 2019. So he's been a thorn in Tennessee's side. But I think at this point with Rick Barnes, you're just thinking about honestly, you're just thinking about March. Um, this isn't quite honestly. I think Tennessee fans hate John Calipari more than they hate Bruce Pearl because John Calipari, where has he been? He's at Kentucky now, but before then he was at Memphis. And in basketball, that was a great in-state rivalry. I mean, it was never better than when Bruce Pearl and John Calipari were in Tennessee and Memphis. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.